Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. We're going to make it a November to remember for you by putting some money in your pocket with some more Christmas gifts like New England over Brock last week. We are fired up. We hope you are too. Watch out for labels. Something you're really good at that you used to suck at too. We got overrated, underrated, sorry, and a bunch more picks in here. Put some money in your pocket for Christmas. Woo! Let's go. Freestyle. All right, welcome back to Look Who's Talking. I'm your host, Jeff Hewlett. I'm here with Weird Mike and the voice of God, Brent Waits. How you doing, Lord? I'm fantastic, Jeffrey. Uh, you know, had a, bit of a, had a bit of a fun weekend. Hope you guys did, too. Lord, help you forgive me for all my sins, as always, eh? You're forgiven, again. I love religion, man. That's all you got to do, you know? <laughs> Weird Mike, how you doing, bud? He who is without sin... May cast the first stone. <laughs> You're sitting again. Is it driving you crazy? It is driving me up the wall, <laughs> Mr. Hugh. Up the proverbial wall. That's good, man. That's good. How'd your picks do this weekend? Uh, skunked out on the weird pick, but uh, I cashed in on a trend I'm noticing. I'm taking these alt lines on the big fave. So if they're favored plus 12, 13, you going I'm even juicing out. To 19, 20 and a half, and it's paying double the money. And like you said, 13 to 9, 9 to 18, and it's, it's just marginal. For, just for the record, folks, that's usually a bad idea. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't do that. I hit it three for the straight most part. games this weekend. It's the only thing that kept me afloat. Well, Keep the, it rolling. Well, there you go. Weird Mike uh, bet, big, betting big spreads even bigger. Is that what that meant? Alt, yeah. alt lines? Alternate lines. It means like if a team's. Okay. Yeah, I'm not, a big, I'm not a big better. More of a fantasy guy, I, but. Yeah, to any casual listener, um, I'm, I didn't even know what just happened. I understand, Brent. We're going to take the training wheels off at some point. Yes, we will take the training wheels off. Well said. Either way, though, if, you're, if, you, if a team's favored by 10 and alternate, alternate line, they'll be favored by 13 or 16. So if you think they're going to shit kick them, uh, you, can really, uh, you can really throw some money around. But either way, usually it's a bad idea. Big spread, stay away from. Uh, weird Mike's weird, and weird stuff works for him. Like that beard. <laughs> also an accidental poet by the way look uh rate review subscribe to uh, look who's talking thank you for following along already we're getting bigger and bigger by the moment and uh check out our instagram account uh at hughes talking for some bonus picks throughout the week we're gonna start doing and uh just in general a whole lot of fun that we've been having on insta oh yeah and we're now on google play for those who've been asking uh, for Android, and we are working on Spotify. That'll be coming soon. Big things, big yeah. things. By the way, if you haven't listened yet or can't listen because of that problem, you didn't hear that. So we'll get, we'll post it on our Instagram. Yeah, we'll get, uh, we'll get the word around, spread it around. It's on Google Play now. Look who's talking. Boom. By the way, last week we told you uh, since he was a trap game at uh, five points. Classic trap game. Watch out for Tennessee. They're not that good. Uh, we gave you another gift. It's November. We're giving gifts away. It's the Christmas season early uh, here in November. And we gave you the New England Patriots to beat Brock. By the way, it's an official policy now of look who's talking. To bet against the Denver Broncos until they change their quarterback. The Brock star. <laughs> you got AKA it. AKA the flaccid. Uh, the flaccid dick of the NFL. Oh, I couldn't say the last time. Yeah. <laughs> yep. His wife didn't even watch the second quarter. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting that couch prepped, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's at the Motel 6. Hey, as much as I don't like Brock, he didn't look 
completely terrible. I mean, he was moving the ball to Emmanuel Sanders, and most of those touchdowns were special teams related. Yes. Now, however... But he still sucks. By the way, classic Collinsworth. It was amazing. He, right as he was saying in the fourth quarter of a game that was 41 to 15 or whatever it was, just because he's bored and like loses, losing his mind in the fourth quarter of every game, said that, uh, you know, Brock's starting to look good. He really is on tonight. Three, what? two, one, pick. Interception, pick six. Was it pick six or interception? No, it went back a bit. Yeah. Either way, classic Collinsworth, classic Brock. He uh, ran out of uh, <laughs> colleges of where the players went, and yeah, he was digging deep and yeah. went for the uh, yeah. he, compliment. He, Don't do that. He literally was like, you know something? that this guy. I'm just going to talk about how good this guy holding the ball is because he didn't fumble on that play. You know? <laughs> uh, I thought you'd like that. Uh, yeah, what we are going to pick in our pick six against Brock Osweiler and, and the Denver Broncos until Denver starts Paxton Lynch uh, or Simeon or anyone else or Elway. Uh, <laughs> I don't think the public knows how bad Brock Osweiler is to the point where Las Vegas would move the line to the way that I think it should be against Brock Osweiler. Hey, now that we're on Google Play, it'll be a couple more years. Maybe that word will spread. Yeah, I'm just letting you know. You get last chance to get those cheap Brock lines. Yeah, it would have worked the last two weeks. Stats, uh, Huck Media, if we could check. Uh, Huck Media sporting some what? kick-ass Movember. He's got a great Movember stat. and profiling. By the way, you, you could check out uh, by the time of our release. By the way, we, we filmed the show. We're here at Wallace Studios uh, near Bloor on Tuesday nights. It's released on Wednesdays. Thus, just letting you know. By Wednesday, we should have our Facebook page up and running, and you can donate to Huck Media. That's our producer. Uh, he's got a nasty mo going. Oh, it's beautiful. And uh, we're gonna get his Movember, uh, his Movember donations going. Let's check out. Look who's talking Facebook page. Also, if you do better than us at our pick six, hey, you might even get a chance on the show. We'll give you a call. Yeah. Woo. Google Play, Insta, Facebook. Look who's talking. Here we go. Yeah. Just in case you didn't see it, uh, Brock's really bad. It's the way that he holds the ball. And we're not just like, you know, we're going to talk about this later in the show. Sometimes you label guys bad or like I say the Seattle, Seattle can't run the ball. Okay. They're going to work on that all season so that by the playoffs, they do run the ball. Watch out for labels. Okay. New England's defense was really bad. It was like they didn't have a defense in the first few games. But guess what? They actually did. There's, there's guys in the field. They're pretty good. Uh, they won the Super Bowl last year. They're going to practice. You, just like a wrist shot in hockey, when you're a kid, it looks impossible. How do you get the puck off the ice? Just by sweeping your stick. It literally looks impossible. And then you try it over and over again. You learn the technique, and you get a little better, and you learn that things that look impossible are achievable through practice and focus. All right? Seattle's going to focus on running the ball. All right? New England focused on defense so that when, they're, when it comes time for the playoffs, they're ready. Watch out for labels, though, okay? Brock Osweiler. Does not fall in this category. He's awful. <laughs> he can't work on anything. The way that he th holds the ball is like Philip Rivers, except Philip Rivers has accuracy and throws a little harder. He holds it. He holds the ball like he's got small hands. I'm not insinuating anything. Or I'm not saying he's Wendell Smallwood. Don't look him in the eye and say that. <laughs> Don't look me in the eye and say that. Although, let me tell you, he's got that look on his face, like on the sidelines, like. Rivers had a nasty side angle throw. He gets to those backs on like a really. Almost like a sidewinder it's release. It, it's, and Brock's too tall and he can't do that. I it, totally get you're, it. You're right. Like, Phil Rivers, you know, he holds the ball like that, but he's got accuracy. He's got, he's just better. And uh, the way that the way that Brock holds the ball, you better be a lot more accurate and a lot more forceful with your with your maneuver. 
uh, because it's, it's just harder to throw. Look at Cam Newton hold the ball, Ben Roethlisberger hold the ball, Elway or Favre. Or these big-handed quarterbacks, you know, they can run around, the ball can be anywhere, and they can throw it from anywhere. Aaron Rodgers has an enormous hand. This is it's a major advantage. Brock doesn't. He holds the ball like it's a loaf of bread or like it's a plate of eggs. And, <laughs> and he can't throw it. All right? He... he He's got a labia for an arm. He's passing you a tray of five-star canopies yeah. seven yards down the field. He throws a five-yard out like it's a shot put. Watch out for Brock. We're betting against him the rest of the season. You should, too. Moving on to our truth of the week. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. The truth of the week, folks, is in the NFL, you don't have to beat everybody. You just have to beat who's in front of you. It's a short playoffs, all right? You get one of those buys, you're looking at a two-game playoff with one of, those prop, one of those at home, all right, on your way to the Super Bowl. This is how you get bad teams in the Super Bowl with easy pass. And in this particular uh, season, you have two totally different conferences. In the NFC, whew, pass looking pretty good. For the past oh, eight years, you're going through Seattle or you're going through Green Bay or someone from the NFC South, uh, Carolina, Atlanta, or New Orleans, or, uh, you know, uh, yeah, but most likely Aaron Rodgers or Seattle. And that's a tough championship game, a tough division game to win. Now the NFC, I think talent-wise, now again, Philadelphia's they're playing really good. I love Carson Wentz. We've, I've loved him since day one. But Don't get me wrong. But he's never been to the playoffs. But he's never been to the playoffs. It's, you know. Yeah, Minnesota's Case Keenum, Teddy Bridgewater. Never been. In the NFC right now, of the, of the six teams that are going to make the playoffs, the top two teams records-wise, if we were to finish right now, would be Minnesota and Philadelphia. And talent-wise, I think those two teams are at the bottom of, those, of the playoff six. So you got Seattle, uh, possibly Atlanta. Uh, Carolina Carolina, sharp off the Monday night. And the New Orleans Saints. Uh, possibly going into these to the NFC uh, division, you know, divisional round finals, uh, having to face you know Case Keenum or Teddy Bridgewater, not scared, uh, or a Philadelphia team, yes, red hot in the regular season, but never been there before. You got Carson Wentz, a great a, a defense with no rock stars, but playing real well, and Nelson Aguilar, you know, and I'm just saying, like, a fascinating angles developed amongst that NFC pitcher, yeah. Uh, Minnesota is knocking on the door of being the first team to play at home in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl this year in Minneapolis, U.S. Bank Field, brand new indoor stadium. That's not going to happen. Hey, it's got. There's been what 53 was this XL 52? What is it? Whatever the Super Bowl is, 52. Uh, it's never happened once. No, I know. Hey, and it's not about to. It's it's not it's not about to. I mean, look, uh, last week, Case Keenum threw four touchdowns in the first half. Uh, one of those was a beautiful long bomb. I'll give him credit for that. A uh, couple of them were screenplays. Washington's defense just looked like they had no gas. Uh, they're banged up. Yeah, they're, uh, Josh Norman even said that. He's like, we just didn't have it today. So Case Keenum's stats are a little inflated. Might be my opinion. Again, I still don't see Minnesota as the rock stars that 7-2 uh, would say they are, but, you know, Bill Parcells said you are what, you are what your, your record is, but not when it comes to betting on next week. So still, we will still, we're getting that later to the show. December 3rd, Atlanta, Minnesota. 
My boy Thielen had a solid game you know on your, the road again. Your boy Thielen did have a great and game. And he's going to tear it up at the uh, Mercedes-Benz Dome there in the Dirty South. He does not look like an NFL player. He looks like a baseball player, you know? Anyway, Adam Thielen, your boy. But yeah, the truth of the week is you don't have to beat everybody in the NFL, so you might. This could lead to two things. This leads to, uh, the, in, in the NFC, as I stated, the bottom, the bottom four teams, sure, easier path than it's ever have, as ever has been uh, to get to the Super Bowl. You got New Orleans possibly having to face, you know, a weak, a weakened uh, Dallas or L.A. Rams or someone. Anyway, you're gonna have to go through Minnie or Philly possibly, and that's not too bad. In the AFC, let's look how it's lining up, folks. You got a whole bunch of teams that are gonna have to go into Pittsburgh or into New England, and they ain't winning. Okay, this is where the top two teams of the six are at the top. And barring some major injury, no one's stopping them. Pittsburgh, Patriots, and everyone else is a joke in the AFC. Although I do like Oakland's talent, they ain't going to do it. And Alex Smith will be Alex Smith in Pittsburgh or in New England. They need that home game to even have a chance. They ain't, I know that they already beat New England this year. That's week one. New England doesn't care. Okay, New England, from now, for, the, for the rest of the season, they are like Cleveland in the, in the NBA and Golden State. Okay? They're starting to learn the Spurs way in the NBA. You don't need to win 70 games. Okay, just have your stars healthy for the playoffs. It's a pop theory. Yeah, Popovich knows what's up. I'm not saying it's good for the fans. I'm saying it's for the sport. But if you want your team to win championships, keep your stars healthy for the playoffs. If your division's a joke, and New England's division is a joke, and this year, so is Pittsburgh's. So they're in. AFC. It's going to be Pittsburgh, New England, NFC. Woo! It's going to be fun. Uh... Moving on, because we always miss some stuff. You know what, folks? When you're looking for guidance, talk to the Lord. <laughs> Lord at, stu- at our studio is Brent Waits. News that matters. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Thank you, Jeffrey. All right, news that matters. It is already week 11, and the playoff picture is really starting to take shape. You know, you really need the winning combination uh, to make a run in the playoffs. You know, you could have a great uh, regular season, but that doesn't matter. But come playoff time, you need talent plus health and never hurts to have some momentum. Ask a couple New York Giants teams. A couple, yeah, a couple losers of this week in particular, um, the Seattle Seahawks. They lost all-pro cornerback Richard Sherman, a serious member of the Legion of Boom since its inception uh, about four or five seasons ago. Um, no doubt affects their playoff chances. I really, you know, they're currently sitting at six and three, and they've got a really rough schedule coming up. They're facing the Falcons, the Eagles, the Rams, the Jags, and the Cowboys. And Russell Wilson's really going to have to put the team on his back and ha- finish with an MVP caliber season. They rely so much on their D that, like, it's even for scoring points, we saw when Thomas was out two weeks ago how much how much they miss him. It's just a team that really relies on that. I don't want to say for, for the attitude. I don't believe in that stuff. They just, they, 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 they stop drives. They, without Sherman, if they lose one more, I mean, that's a, it's a, it's a real farvin problem. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, they've got the talent, but the health has not really been there, and that's key. Just to report to everyone, by the way, that uh, Weird Mike sometimes just stretches around the studio during the show like a guy would on an airplane. If you ever fly across the Pacific... Yeah, people do those butt stretches. Yep, just as uncomfortable right now. Yep, except that's on an 18-hour flight, and this is uh, about an hour podcast. We're only six minutes into it. Yeah. <laughs> Cramp, cramping up. He's got the big water jug. Drink some more, bud. <laughs> All right, um, some other losers of the week. Uh, and how about them Cowboys? 
How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Jimmy Johnson, love them. Um, yeah, they, uh, they had a rough go. They lost to a rebounding Falcons team. Got pumped, actually, 27-7. to I mean, the Falcons, they're no dead team. They got a chip on their shoulder, and they're, they seem to be bouncing back. But, yeah, Tyron Smith, the starting left tackle, the all-pro, perennial all-pro left tackle, the, the man behind the offensive line that is so great that makes these massive holes for Zeke, for Dak to have time, he's out. Have you seen the guy, by the way, Tyron, is Tyron Smith? Yeah. I think he's a monster. By the way, he's one of he's he is he's very under underrated in the league. But I mean, players and people who know the league understand that he is one of the best guys there. He could be the bad guy in a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie with no makeup. Like that's just how big his wingspan is. Like who are you? I'm the human bear with no fur. He's a scary human, <laughs> and yeah, he's intimidating on the field. And they're not the same team without him. Also, uh, Sean Lee, he their uh, their linebacker. Left the game um, with a groin injury early in the game, and he is like the Luke Keekley on uh, of Carolina for the Cowboys. They are their defense is just not the same team when he's not out there, and it it really shows. Yeah, by the way, by the way, when his helmet's off, he looks like a Mormon <laughs> coming by to sell you a different testament. Uh, <laughs> and all and on top of all that, Zeke's suspension uh, started this week, so they had no Zeke. So a couple huge blows. Hence they lost. Hence they screwed my pro line. Um, and also, yeah, come down the stretch now. They've got the Eagles twice, the Raiders, which, yeah, that's not never an easy game. Absolutely the Seahawks not. and a nice divisional one with the Redskins. Yeah, Cowboys got a tough go. Again, NFC's with the NFC's packed in the upper middle class, if you will. Uh, that's what the AFC's a joke. But yeah, <laughs> they're yeah they're sitting at five and four right now with that's that remaining. I'm I'm calling it right now. They're not making the playoffs. Ooh. The Lord with a prediction has spoken. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like I just saw the burning bush. You know, <laughs> ah! all right. That's leading us right into our sorry section, sponsored by good Canadian boy Justin Bieber. Sorry, we're gonna say sorry. Sorry, on behalf of Hugh ja- Hugh Jackson, the coach of the Cleveland Browns, because he should be saying sorry to all three. Cleveland fans that are out there. I don't know. All of Cleveland. You should be apologizing, man. Uh, with 15 seconds left, if you didn't see it, because, well, why would you be watching the Cleveland Lions game unless you suspected a Cleveland upset like I did? And let me tell you, those kids came to play. Uh, yep. And bad coaching screwed them out of it. Yep. And a really dumb fumble, bad fumble. That guy's got to hold on to the ball. Yep. Some random Cleveland, like white Cleveland receiver. There's always some random white Cleveland receiver no one's ever heard of. Uh, either way... At the end of the first half, Cleveland had the ball. It was second and goal from about the three-yard line. Kaiser, who looks really good, by the way, the one thing he's struggling with is decision-making, but his athletic ability and like his ability to keep vision down the field as he's moving around, he's impressive. I'm just saying, don't sleep on Deshaun Kaiser. Uh, you know, curse of the Browns. He's looking good for a guy who's got the, the curse of the Browns. We're going to get to that a bit later, by the way. Uh, <laughs> the Browns solidifying the number one pick now, unless they have a win, uh, unless they get a win the rest of the season, but uh, lining up for Sam Darno, who... Or Lamar Jackson. Yeah, it's true. I think Sam's the more classic quarterback. There's, uh, uh, yeah, there's a couple rumors that some of these guys will forego entering the draft and uh, continue playing out their college career. I heard that. Someone said that Sam might do that. The USC quarterback, by the way, from California, looks really good. He's looked really good since he took over. 
Lamar Jackson's going to be a fifth-round pick, boys. Night. Somebody's just going to take a flyer on him. He's going to play a little wide out. He's going to play a lesser Terrell Pryor kind of role, second, third string. I, know, I, I think he'll. I think he'll make it, but that's that's where I see him. Is that's there, crazy. Is there a sense that Deshaun Watson, this with him being so successful so quickly, that like there's maybe maybe a bit less fear of these quarterbacks that can also move with their legs? Yeah, fifth rounder, you're that's you, you're getting extra weird. Yeah, tonight. You never know. That He's could, a first rounder. I'm extra weird because I'm sitting on the most uncomfortable bar stool in the history of the world. Where did you get this? <laughs> Why are your sleeves so wide? It's like your arms are in like a triple hallway. Hey, you said I was stretching, man. You got to be loose. You got to be nimble. I didn't think they're going to stretch your shirt. It's my stretching shirt. This isn't Lamaze class. There's a whole Curb episode about that. It's because you yanked the cuffs over your fat elbows. I hate that. Like, yeah, when my sleeves get no, too big, no those shirts are done. It's ruined. To be fair, I lose shirts within about two months of getting them. Back to sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. To every winners I ever go by, because I go in. It's like trick-or-treating with clothes. Uh, sorry. Sorry. To Weird Mike, because you know what? I've been too hard on him. We're actually buddies. and uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, he's, he is a bit of an idiot, and his picks have been god-awful. And uh, Don't turn me into your check down. The wor- worst I'm men's gonna league. Sh- I'm going to shout out Bonnie Claire. He called me your check down. <laughs> when you get flustered, you throw me under the bus. And it's easier because sometimes I drive a bus, so you, maybe it's on your psyche. Yeah, but Who sometimes, knows? Sometimes you have conspiracy theories. Don't turn me into your check down, you just okay? L- I will accept the apology. Yep. You just lay Sorry. under the bus. Sorry. Yep. I've always wanted to do that. Oh, we'll never do it again. Uh, I'm, I'm now sorry for apologizing. In true Canadian fashion. Um, you lay under the bus sometimes with your crazy ass stuff. It's called a double reverse apology, and I'll take it. Far of you making me do that. <laughs> All right. Um, we are sorry. sorry for everyone that previously on Android that couldn't listen to our show. Now you can. Google Play. Woo! Woo! Yeah! And Spotify coming soon for all you Spotifyers. For all you look who's talkers out there. Yeah, that's what you're called. Uh, we're on Spotify soon. Google Play now. Uh, we're also sorry. Sorry. Because, man, we thought uh, Zeke and Smith wouldn't hurt the Cowboys so much. I thought Dak would be able to do it. Should have known Atlanta was desperate. Should have seen that coming. A lot of sharp betters were. And I like to consider myself sharp, like your favorite pencil. And we are moving right into our picks section. It's the middle of the season, and we look real good. Hope you're ready for Hugh Picks. You! All right, picks this week. We gave you a gift last week. We told you. We've never been so confident with it. Wow. That, uh... New England was going to smash on Brock, and they smashed on Brock. It was over in three minutes. It was 14-3. Literally, he looked up Brock's face. He's like, I just want to get home and watch Girl- Gilmore Girls, even though I've already seen that season, and make this nightmare go away. Mom, can you pick me up, Mom? He's th- ready to go. Does somebody want these over-easy eggs? Oh, that's the football. By the way, he hit someone in the head the other day. It was awesome. On the sidelines. <laughs> I saw working. that. And that guy wasn't watching the play. You want to know why? Because Brock's a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, he was watching hockey on his phone. <laughs> so our gold pick this week, our gift to you, is the team that's taken over the NFC North, the Detroit Lions, minus three in Chicago. I'll take the team's going to win the game. I don't think they're going to win by more than a touchdown, but they're going to win this game. I'll take the field goal. That's gold pick. The offense of Chicago cannot keep up with the Detroit Lions. I think, uh, you know what, this game's going to go back and forth for a bit. Field goals for the Bears, touchdowns for Golden Tate. And the Lions, 
Uh, I like it. It's somewhat of a tight one. Lions win by six. That's my gold pick. Detroit Lions. We rolled rolled with them for the gold pick two weeks ago, and they paid off. Let's go, Matt Stafford. What do you got, man? Your career's almost over. Why don't you make a run? Guy just signed 125 mil. Hey, he's got like just getting started. Four or five years this left. This is the year. Love to pick. It's going down. This is the year? This is the year for the Lions? It's the year of the start. It's the, it's the year of the start. Someone's got to win that division. Might be, unfortunately, it might be Minnesota. If By not, the way, what? not now, when for Stafford. I'm just going to. Rodgers out. Keenum starting for the Vikes. Uh, they got a favorable sked. They're going to beat up on the Bears twice, probably. Uh, if not now, when? It's the year of the start. Well, I'm just saying, they, I like it. And they're going to chase Minnesota all the way to the end. The year of the start with, like, the worst red zone efficiency in the league. <laughs> they're atrocious. <laughs> really bad. It's bad. But, yeah. again, I think they're going to win a tight one. I'm just I, saying, the Bears, uh, yeah, they're going to lose this game. Yeah. I'll take the field goal. Go pick Detroit Lions. Silver pick. Thursday night football, because I've been hot with them. And I'm hot. This team, I've been getting right for 10 years every game. Okay? Ben says yesterday that he hates Thursday night games. They looked like farving crap against the Indianapolis Colts. They kind of woke up at halftime. Like, oh, yeah, we're supposed to win this game. Yes. They still have the best running back in the league, the best receiver in the league, and one of the top four quarterbacks in the league. Thursday night football at home against Tennessee. Tennessee's been playing easy teams and beating them barely. Pittsburgh coming back at home. I like Pittsburgh to absolutely shit kick Tennessee. I don't think that pop gun offense can keep up with Pittsburgh's rock stars. And they're going to have fun at home. Juju. Yeah. By the way. My boy, he, the, ball, he balled out again. The, the celly where he made fun of AJ Green's fight. Yeah, the choke. That's wicked. Choke hold is awesome. It Him was, and Lev Bell. It's a fake homage to a like a girly fight that they had on the football field. Last week. Oh, yeah. it was great. Steelers team Sellys, best in the league. So our goal pick was Detroit. Our silver pick was Pittsburgh, minus seven at home to Tennessee. I'll, I'll take the points. They're going to win by two touchdowns. And our bronze pick, because we're rolling with them, because they're hot. And, and they're just, uh, I'll take them by under a touchdown over pretty much anyone in the league right now. The New England Patriots, minus six and a half in Oakland. Yeah, I like Oakland. But you know what? I love New England. It's a lot of points on the road, I know. But New England is... Rolling right now. They're going to drop at least 30. Can Oakland keep up? Do you want to tell them voice of God or should I? That game is in Mexico City. Played at the second highest altitude in North America. Yep. All right. Just wanted you to know. That, does that, and the Pats are staying in Denver all week to train. Oh. Riddle me that. Yeah. You know what? Colorado is great all times of year at every cafe in the world, so in this city. What kind of lay down schedule is that for the Pats? I don't they know. They get to go from Denver to there, stay all there. It just seems a bit weird. We were taking the Pats. I'll take them by a touchdown. I think it's a healthy pick over anyone in the league. They're just, they're, they're on their way to the Super Bowl and uh, Oakland's in the way this week. Under a touchdown. Those are my picks. You! We are 28, 24, and 1 after going 4 and 3 last week. Uh, with our over under picks now perfect still. And uh, our over under pick this week is Jacksonville uh, at Cleveland. 37 and a half. We're going over because Deshaun Kaiser can score points. And all I need from uh, Cleveland's going to be, ooh, you know, 17. 17 points. Jacksonville do the rest with uh, that running game that Cleveland's not going to be able to stop. 
And yeah, I like it. Over 37 and a half, Jacksonville, Cleveland. Woo! Yeah, boys. We have been steadily over, uh, over, over, batting over 500 for a couple weeks now. And I told you we're not going back. We are not going back. Solid run, man. Keep it rolling. Hugh Jackson and Cleveland screwed me and anyone else who picked Cleveland uh, out of that spread pick last week. Hugh Jackson, by the way, looks like Jabba the Hutt on a diet. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should get Hugh on Hugh. Let's yeah. call him up. I would love to talk to Hugh Jackson. I don't think he ever wants to talk about that play. I mean, well, he's going to have to for the rest D- of his Deshaun life. Deshaun Kaiser took what looked like a quarterback sneak uh, with on second and goal with about 15 seconds left in the half. Why would you do a quarterback sneak from the three-yard line? You could just throw two plays and kick the field goal if you need to. They're down by a touchdown at the time. They run a quarterback sneak. Everyone piles on to Sean Kaiser. The clock is running, and they could not get the next playoff. They didn't have any timeouts left, and everyone just looked like an idiot. Everyone in the whole – everyone. Yeah, stuff like that still confuses me. Like, I'm not sure how you make it to this stage in the league – or, like, to the professional – to You're the NFL. professional. And, you know, clock management is still an issue. I did hear a couple of the Browns players. They, they stood up for, their, for coach – Coach Hugh, and uh, they said that that was a Deshaun Kaiser audible out the line. Oh, well, he's an idiot. That was a bad audible. <laughs> and again, yep. I mean, I mean, you're right. I, I, if it was a quarterback option, I like that more. Take the shotgun. This way you can pass. You can run if you want to. He had just gotten to the three-yard line on a play like that. I think you're going to get your over and a beat down. Anyway. It's going to be like uh, 33-7. Type like, of like a Jacksonville beat yeah. down? Either way, I, I, yeah. 37 and a half. Jacksonville's got a great D, but uh, you know Cleveland's offense isn't necessarily the problem. They, they just can't stop anyone. Uh, their offense was moving the ball against Detroit. And it's at home. I don't think Jacksonville shuts them down as hard. I don't think they need to. They're going to put up a far ton of points, and uh, they don't care if uh, Cleveland gets some garbage time points, which they will, and there's my over. All right. Nice. Uh, moving on to overrated, underrated. Uh, I know everyone in the world loves them because everyone loves a new great team. Who doesn't have, love a new super team with a new super quarterback? I do. I love them. You got a, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles that haven't won in Super Bowl uh, ever. Ever. And uh, you got uh, this young quarterback who looks awesome. The guy's going to be a rock star. He looks like he's going to the Hall of Fame. But the Eagles are overrated, folks. Talked about this earlier in the show. They are still a team... Uh, roughly of no other rock stars whatsoever, although I do like Jay Ajayi and, again, some Fletcher Cox. they got some good defensive players. But these guys haven't been there before. Getting to the Super Bowl is going to be really tough for them. They're going to be going through some playoff veteran squads from the NFC South uh, or Seattle. And uh, just beware of the Eagles. They're still a bit overrated. They're 8-1. They've had a great season. Let me, regular yeah. season wins. Yeah, let me see the Eagles in a snow game or with some injury adversity. Yeah. They're great, but they just, you know, you don't know what you don't know. I don't think, I don't think uh, Carson Wentz is slowing down at all. I just mean that they got a, it's a tough road ahead, and they're, they're not a, ahead of any of the teams they're going to have to face in the playoffs, I don't think, it's at least talent-wise, besides their rock star quarterback. It's great Bill Belichick and Bill Parcells say. Yes. Season four. Football season does not start until after Thanksgiving. Did you see the 30 for 30? Is that, has that rolled yet? I keep seeing No, it hasn't. It. I'm really excited. The two bills? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, they're yeah. awesome. 30 for 30. Just something girlfriends will never understand. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
that and collecting the the McDonald's things uh, for Monopoly. You know, you could be like forty five years old, like the CEO of a company, and you're still pumped that you got B and O Railroad. <laughs> I just need one more, honey. I just need one more. It's the one that they don't give out. <laughs> Overrated, Case Keenum. Uh, yeah, congratulations on a great football game. Who am I to say that you're not that good? I'm just saying, people, everyone, beware. Minnesota still does not have a rock star offense. Uh, that was a bit of an anomaly. These things happen. Uh, so just beware. And I'm not saying Teddy Bridgewater's any better. Just He looked good. A couple of bubble screens that just went through a very tired Redskins defense made the Minnesota Vikings a powerhouse on Sunday. And it's a bit, of, it's a bit inflated. Yeah, yeah, Case, is, Case has been okay. Mike Zimmer has kind of alluded to that, yeah, Teddy may, may see the field at some point, but I think that, that so much time has passed. People do forget that, that Teddy wasn't much special. Like, he was an okay quarterback, but this is not some stud coming back, some seasoned vet that is just going to jump back in the lineup. He's okay. Right. And he could be good, but prove it. Right. I mean, yeah, again, just watch out for Case. He's overrated. They're insane if they pull him. Winners of six straight. Right, they can't pull Heading them. home. If he pulls that trigger a la Flutie Johnson, yeah. you know, they'll squeeze into the playoffs and they'll lose the first game. He, That's where they're overrated. And he didn't That coach, miss. one decision. Right. Make the right one. And you could be playing at home in the Super Bowl for the first time ever. <laughs> What'd you say it was, 52 or 53? 52. 50 deuce. Yeah, and... He didn't just miss six games. He's been out for two years. Okay? There's guys on that team he's never seen before. Correct. Hey, how you doing? I'm Teddy. <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to, nice to meet you. He was injured at 24. He is now 26. <laughs> yeah. Two calendar years. Yeah. Uh, Damn. Tennessee Titans also overrated. Agreed. Uh, if, again, just I don't like their offense. And their defense is pretty good. They're just, they're, they're an average team. They're, they're going to finish out. It's a medium fish in a small pond. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're just, just be aware of putting any of your money on the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, when they fall off the face of the earth, like everyone's like, ah, well, kind of was the Titans. Yeah, you know? yep, saw that coming. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, Titans. Be better. I, I really wanted you to make the playoffs last year, and, you know, you're screwing me this year. Yep. Uh, on the Rams, uh, the Rams are overrated just a bit. Look, they're, they're, they're still awesome. I have to step in. They did. They've been overrated the entire year. Yes. They, again, they, uh, just two losses. When they face tough teams, if they get to the playoffs, which it looks like they're going to, uh, they, I, I'm not sold yet, but good God, they look good. But, I mean, they faced the Giants two weeks ago. Houston without Deshaun Watson. Can they face a tough team? And, and like, a, like a complete team that's going to put drives on the field on offense. I just, uh, I, I, I don't believe it yet. But they look good. Don't get me wrong. They look good. And underrated. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is going to be a quarterback somewhere in this league starting for someone next year. JB. Might be the Colts because Andrew Luck's off with an injury that, that nobody knows. He's in Europe. He's thinking about going to. Will come in. I heard he's in Germany. He, he, who knows? Yeah. Uh, when you when you when the United States can't solve your medical problem, that's not good, you know. Unless you're looking, you know, from if you're a Mister and you want to become a Mrs., you know, it's easier to do that other places. Weird, Mike. You know. Uh, no, do not. Yeah, don't no. even. No. No. All right. 
I'm as yeah. <laughs> when you, when you sh- fully shave your face, I'm just saying. You know, you you'd be an odd-looking woman, but it, it would work. Just because the shirt doesn't have sleeves, settle down with that. <laughs> uh, you gotta stay hydrated and keep the blood moving. I'm just What's saying. What's the big deal? I'm just saying. Helps with projection. Shave your face. You know. Whoa. Go to Thailand for a bit. You'd you'd kill it at Bingo Night. Full moon night. party, man. Yeah. Jan 29. Yeah. Hit up Applebee's. The bye week before the Super Bowl. Don't worry, I'll be back. By the way, just a reminder that we have a van bet. <laughs> the week 16, I have Jacksonville, and you, weird Mike, have the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, listen to the show. Uh, in previous weeks, we have a van bet. I don't have to bet anything. I'm just getting his van if no, Jacksonville wins. No, no, no. Wins. You got to put something up against the van. You got to put something up against the van, all right? What? You got, uh, I'll give you one Jimmy G start to either back out of the bet or put something up against the van so because I'm down. So if Jimmy G starts. So you you watch a Jimmy G game. Yep. Okay. You get a feel. That's you Jimmy Garoppolo, by Jimmy the way. Garoppolo. Uh, you watch the game. You either back out of the bet, or you put something up against the van. No problem. I don't care who's starting for the Niners. I'm taking Jacksonville that week. I <laughs> uh, love it. All right. Um, yep. Also underrated are the, the Packers with Hundley. Uh, watch out. Their schedule's not as difficult as, as uh, some other teams. I'm not saying they're going to catch the Vikings. I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs. But Hundley looks like he can win games if they don't make a lot of mistakes. Like they just did against Chicago. In Chicago, there's a tough game. I like the way Hundley throws the ball. He threw a back shoulder pass. He looked pretty good. What are you laughing at? He looked pretty good. Uh, Hundley. Underrated. Also, I mentioned this earlier. Deshaun Kaiser, underrated. Looks like he's got a lot of athletic ability. His problems look like they can be coached. Whereas some guys, like Brock Osweiler, they cannot be coached. They just suck balls. Okay? Uh, Goodwin. Marquise Goodwin. Also, nice little story there. God bless. Uh, unfortunately for him, not a nice story, but like, you know what I mean? Like, he, his, he had an unborn child. Uh, Pass away, uh, early pregnancy, whatever, uh, right before the game. He caught a touchdown. Seems like he broke into tears. What I'm saying is, though, he's the fastest guy in the league. He's literally a sprinter for the U.S. sprinting team. And now he's better at route running than he was when he was on the Buffalo Bills. And he's got great hands. Uh, I think he's going to be a fantastic receiver. He reminds me of Santonio Holmes, but faster. Jimmy G going to break down the Jags week 16. Yeah. Good win going off. Yep. Buck 60 and two tutties. Perfect. Takes the rookie Ramsey to school. All right. I got I throw Get down. some collateral up, Hugh. I throw down crackers. You throw down the keys to your van. <laughs> Love it. That's good value, folks. Write that down at home. Um, all right. And also underrated, the Atlanta Falcons. Watch out. This is where the Falcons start to roll or fly, whatever the Fal- Falcons do. By the way, Weird Mike is, uh, we call him Weird Mike for a reason. Some people, you know, make bets based on, you know what, I think these two teams are going to win. He wanted to make a parlay the other day, which we called the, what was it called? The worst live bet ever. The dirt. Yeah, that one was bad too. The, the, the two teams that were both birds were, were, face, were going on the four o'clock set. Yes, uh, Cardinals and Falcons, was it? Or Seahawks and Cardinals. Seahawks and, and Cardinals. Birds of prey. The birds of prey parlay. Correct. The Cardinals are not actually a birds of prey. No, they're not. I actually saw a Cardinal today. You know, it's funny. Uh, you know me better than I thought, Hugh. You cued me up for my weird pick, man. Yep. Birds of prey. <laughs> Dirty birds. Road dogs. Plus three at Seattle Seahawks. Monday night football. 
Atlanta, Super Bowl hangover, Dunzo, woken the farve up. Now they get the Legion of Gloom. No Sherman, no Watson. It's going down. Monday night, Gruden and the crew. Are you ready? Dirty Birds roll. Jamal Anderson, where you at? Back on track, looking for that third win. Weird pick of the week. ATL, plus three, Monday night football. That's a great Monday night football game. Atlanta at Seattle. That's awesome. Game of the year, Ken. You know what? When you have a big Monday night football game, like, girls don't understand. It's like, it's like a fucking movie's on. It's amazing. It's way better than a movie. Oh, guys, way better. Uh, I think that game is uh, a big one. I'm actually going to take the money line. Uh, so scratch the three points. ATL money line. Getting Whoa. super weird. Looking to get back on track. If you don't know what money line is, that means he's picking Atlanta to win straight up. As in win the game. Scratch the points. ATL. Revenge on their mind. They should have beat them last year. That was the one blemish aside from the Super Bowl. Was that hose job in Seattle last year. Now they're going back. Look for a call or two. It's going to get weird on Monday night. It always does in Seattle. That 12th man, sit the farve down. Here we go. I, I, uh, weird, weird, you know, I like the boldness because Weird Mike, uh, he's what, 0 for 4, 0 for 5 in his last, uh, last few? 0 5 and 1. 0 5 and 1, weeks. last six picks. He hasn't made a good pick since he picked his nose in grade two. But you know what? He's going to make up for that by taking the underdog on the money line, make some money for you. I'm excited. Big Monday night football game. I'm going to give you. The last three picks I got with the rest of our Hugh picks. Are you ready for some football? By the way, the Sunday night football thing is so oddly fake and, and, and like a video gamey now. Hate it. Is hate Carrie it. Underwood? Hate the Sunday nighter. I like the song. But oh, God. It's like a video game. Like No one's even there. They pick seven random players to wave and stuff. Yeah, they should they should get players playing in the game, but don't you say anything bad about Carrie. Well, I don't, okay, that is that no, is no Carrie's she's a saint. I love her. That's often the best part of the game. I farven love I her. I mean the Dolphins have been in primetime way too often this year. Um, among other crap teams, as it always happens, injuries and stuff mess up the schedule. I would say to my girlfriend, don't ever make me choose between <clears throat> you know, the start of Sunday night football song with Carrie Underwood and you. Just don't do it. I don't think you'd win. Mike Fisher. Um, guy. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Fisher, good good for you, bud. Prefer the Monday night song. Love the Monday night song. The old one or the new one? Old one. They brought the old one back. They brought the old one back. I think there's like a country star and like Jason Derulo I'm, with like he, Hank Williams Jr. Is, is Hank Williams still doing it? Oh, yeah. They, they brought all three of them. It's weird. Check it out, man. He, he was a racist like six well, years yeah, ago. Then like when it just fades away, they're like, okay, no one remembers. Correct. <laughs> it's there, it was about a half a decade. Yeah. And it's finally back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There you go. Huck, post that song uh, if we can. Huck the, Media, uh, baby. Uh, remember to go to our Facebook page. Donate to Huck Media's beautiful mu mustache. Our producer's awesome. He likes to refer to himself as Musty Huckerson in November. That's his superhero name for his super mustache. All right. The three picks that we got for you. Uh, this is our pick six. Again, we are 28, 24, and 1. And we, it's the middle of the season. This is when we get rolling. You! gave you Detroit, Pittsburgh, and New England on point spread already at minus uh, Detroit was at minus three, Pittsburgh at minus seven New England at minus six and a half, all three favorites, love it you know what, here are three dogs for you we like the Dallas Cowboys at home on Sunday Night Football plus three points to the Philadelphia Eagles you know what Eagles coming off their bye week, this is a team 
that I don't think a bye week is necessarily good for them. Uh, they are ne- just read 10 days of how awesome they are. And you know what? They're not that good. Their quarterback is. And they, they're playing great. But they, uh, I, I think they're going into Dallas. Dallas is desperate. Phillies, 8-1. They could lose two games and still win the division, no problem. I don't think they're gonna, they are necessarily a team yet that at 8-1 and one can keep the foot on the gas. I think uh, they, go down, they go down against Dallas and they fight uh, to try to win the game. And if they win, it's by a field goal. Uh, I don't see them blowing out Dallas at all in Dallas, not with Dallas being desperate. Again, they looked like crap last week. They couldn't block on the left side. You know what? They're going to fix that. They're going to practice it this week. They're going to use some chip blocking, and they're going to get the job done. I think Dallas wins outright, or Philly wins. It'll be by a field goal. Our next pick, another dog for you. Again, the Brock rule. (laughs) Uh, Our father, who art in Brockville, payday be thy name. (laughs) Thy since he come, thy will be done. Uh, On green, as it is in Mixon. Uh, give us this pick. Anyway, you get the point. Two and a half points since he's going to win the game because Brock sucks. It's in Denver. I don't care. Cincinnati's going to put up points and Brock's not. It's not going to be a high-scoring game. In fact, it's going to be pretty ugly. I got Cincy to win by a field goal, maybe four points. That's all you need. In the name of the Father and the Son. And the Holy Osweiler. <laughs> $62 million, baby. And your wife. 72. $72 million. Even more. And I wouldn't let you throw my Toronto son at me. Uh, and our last pick is the L.A. Rams, the greatest show on turf, too. At least in the regular season, their voice of God. Uh, they are plus two and a half in Minnesota against the most overrated team in the league with two quarterbacks that I don't want. Uh, I'll take I'll take it. I think Minnesota, again, they're better than I'm giving them credit for. But they are going to have trouble keeping up with Todd Gurley and a totally healthy L.A. Rams offense. Minnesota's home environment is not scary enough to scare me away from the Rams being able to win this game by one. I like the better team. I like the better offense. We're taking the Rams, and those are our picks. Woo! You! It's the halfway mark of the season. We got some Super Bowl picks coming up for you right after fantasy news from the Lord. Brent Waits. Will you teach me to football? All right. Fantasy. Holy crap. It's week 11, um, which actually makes me kind of sad because the offseason is long. Even when your team wins the Super Bowl, I couldn't imagine what that's like for teams that have a terrible season and then they have to wait a whole other calendar year for it to start again. Anywho, uh, speaking of the playoffs, it's time to start looking ahead at your fantasy playoffs. Most leagues begin week 14 to 15, depending on how many teams advance from the regular season um, and if you have a first round buy or not. Um, so take a look at that. It's really not hard. Just click a couple more buttons than you normally do and you'll see the playoff bracket. Check out which week you start. And yeah, start looking at your lineup that exact week. Um, If you can still make trades, do that. I mean, get more aggressive on your waiver pickups um, for the positions you need at that week, especially if, you know, if you're eight and one, seven to two, whatever you are, you know, if it's, if you think, if you know you're going to be in the playoffs, take a look, Um, as well as streaming defenses. Um, There's a couple defenses that have some really ideal matchups. Um, you know, you could have picked Seattle or Denver and they just have a garbage matchup this, that week, which I think they do. So a couple options for you. The Lions play the Bucks. The Packers play the Browns. Easy pick. Uh, the Bills play the Colts and the Jets play the Broncos. So those could be some solid options. So outsmart your opponents. We want to see a win. We want to hear from you. Um, some other waiver wire pickups for the week. 
and the running back position, Samaj P. Ryan of the Washington, the Washingtons, the R words. Uh, we're not going to say that name. Rob Kelly will be missing multiple weeks with injury. Um, so Samaj has automatically got more, got more snaps and uh, take a look. Other running back, Kenyon Drake of the Miami Dolphins. We've talked about him the last week or two. Um, he's definitely he's had some great runs, and he's taking over the lead um, over Damian Williams. Green Bay is having some running back struggles. Aaron Jones out for multiple weeks, and Ty Montgomery is week to week with just some chronic everything. Uh, Jamal Williams is their replacement. He's going he's gonna to get some attention, get some looks and touches. Wide receivers now. Corey Davis, mentioned it before, but he's, uh, he had the most targets on, in Tennessee. He was the number four pick overall. They really want to get him involved, and it's been clear in the last couple weeks. Mariota is, is uh, really trying to target him. He's a stud. He's the future. Corey Davis. Another Corey. Corey Coleman, the number one option in Cleveland, who has been out for the majority of the year. Um, he is, yeah, he's the number one option on a team that's going to be losing a lot. Deshaun Kaiser is going to have to air it out. And he's still playing for his job. He's got to sh- still prove and win over management that he is the guy moving forward. And he looks good. He does look yeah, good. He's got, he's got moments of goodness, good for sure. People forget that people uh, like Peyton Manning had a terrible rookie year. Yeah. Yeah, threw like 14 touchdowns and a schmillion picks. Like, it doesn't, doesn't happen Just what overnight. Does he, what does he look like on his good moments? It's his rookie season. Yeah, Deshaun, Peyton, same thing. No, not the same thing. Not the point I was making, but give him a chance. He's not done yet. <laughs> Tight ends. Vernon Davis. Uh, Jordan Reed is a permanent Band-Aid um, for the Washington R-Words. Cousins. Loves the tight end. Vernon Davis. Grab him if you can. Good pick. Also, Jermaine Gresham. Tight end of the Cardinals. Worth a shot. And if you've got any other fantasy-related questions, we want to help you out. We're here to help you win your league. Um, so slide into our DMs on Insta. That is Hughes talking. H-U-S talking. Yep. And, uh, yeah, start, sit decisions, last-minute advice. Happy to help you out. So, yeah, shoot us one. We'll, uh, we'll hit you up. Brent, uh, in our league, I won, our, I won my, my game this week uh, by two decimals of a point, and I started Zay Jones. Yes, I have Zay Jones on my team, first of all, who didn't play, and Mike Evans, who didn't play. And I still won by two decimals. Uh, anyway, uh, some guy was really upset. <laughs> if that guy listened to the show, the guy in my league, your buddy, uh, sorry, bro. But you know what? My championship march had to start somewhere. This is where it is. You, you're on Brady's foreskin, and you can't even say redskin? Come on, bro. <laughs> How long did it take you to think of that one? Um, yeah, eventually, cellar dwellers you know, duke it out in the fantasy world. So congratulations, Jeff. You is that one or two wins on the season? Hey, you know what? We're you don't going, even know. It's, it's two wins. We're going big this year. We're going as big as Mike's sleeves. Okay? That's, why, that's really big. That's why I'm the fantasy guy, and Jeff's the betting guy. Yep. We're two and uh, we're two and seven or two and eight. You know what? We're we're on the comeback trail. Okay, we're like we're like the Giants and Ben McAdoo. Giants ownership, by the way, has confidence in Ben McAdoo. Uh, nobody does. And again, kids, remember the look who's talking rule. If you <laughs> see anyone who looks like Ben McAdoo, call the police. <laughs> uh, remember to rate, review, and subscribe, and tell everyone anyone who's not listening to the show to rate, review, and subscribe if they like the NFL and uh, talking to the Lord on a day on a weekly basis. Hey, Lord, you don't want to be getting into a battle of quip, quick quips with Weird Mike. Right? Yeah, right. Just because I have a little like... enunciation issues. Yeah, sounds like he's going to lose. Uh, by the way, in Buffalo, there was a play where, uh, uh, by the way, Buffalo, sorry, I called that. Uh, Drew, Drew Brees just ran all over you. And when I say that, that, that's not even a joke. Drew Brees 
Actually, there was a play where he was running around for like 13 seconds. It looked like a video game. It looked like Mike Vick, but it wasn't. It was Drew Farvin Breeze, who was like 48 years old. He ran around in circles for like 11 seconds and then just randomly decided to score a touchdown. If you were doing that at recess in a football game, someone would have yelled like, are we still playing? <laughs> By the way, I hated that kid. If you're the are, are we still playing kid in games, everybody hates you that tries to organize games. Don't be the are we still playing kid. Make, the, make games great. Games are great. I was the kid who took it way too seriously. Kid. Yeah, that's fine. We, we need more of you. The are we still playing kid? Some people didn't appreciate it. Yeah. That kid still gets packed lunches from his mom. He All does. Right. Fact. Screw, screw you, Jeff Boss. <laughs> Sorry. That's, actually, that's an actual dude. <laughs> it's probably accurate. All right. Getting back to the, the news that does not matter with our voice of God, Brent Waits. All right. All right. Switching it up here with some news that doesn't matter. Um, Jeff, did you, uh, did you happen to see John Fox and the worst successful challenge in NFL history? Yes. Yes, okay. I did. All right. Uh, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't get greedy, John Fox. This is why Chicago can't have nice things. Um, so anyone who didn't. Um, so the Packers were leading 10-3. And running back for the Chicago Bears, Mr. Benny Cunningham, ran out of the bounds and was diving and stretching uh, to get the ball in the end zone, reaching for the pylon. Um, so the refs originally called it as a first and goal on the two-yard line. But no, that just wasn't good enough for John Fox. So he challenged, throws the challenge flags. And upon review, the refs ruled that he, in fact, lost control of the ball before the ball went out. Yeah, he basically like threw the ball at the pylon. And you, again, this is where the Bears should have someone up there that's literally, or every NFL team is watching it on super slow-mo before you throw the red flag. I don't know how you'd get it that fast, but... Good God. Who gave him the go-ahead? Was uh, that, was, yeah, like, that, that wasn't good enough. So it was ruled a touchback. So instead of first, first and goal on the two-yard line, it was uh, Packers ball at the 20-10-3. Game, story of the game. Um, yeah, that. Don't think that was really as much Brett Hundley there. I, um, that, I mean, okay, yeah, that was, uh, that was a big play in the game. Yeah, yeah they lost by seven. Yeah, it uh, was, it was uh, pretty crucial. John Fox looks like he's losing it. He's like your hair cutter. Who, like, you know, it was good when you were a kid. And then, like, they, they can barely see anymore. They don't recognize you when you walk in. All of a sudden, you look, you look like alfalfa and you got to redo it. You, you feel bad. You keep going anyway. Oh, Gloria. <laughs> you go to a hair cutter? Yeah, whatever. Hey, my, 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 my buddy Zach, my, my guy loves me. He's got his uh, personal hair cutting machine. Yep. Awesome move. It's amazing. All right. You just set it to one, three, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, okay, sorry. I thought I thought he had someone come to the house. No, no, no. He's got this little machine. Oh, okay. You just like kind of roll over. That's your handy. Head. No, that's good. Literally, it, it fits in your hand. I used to have to ask. It's people handy. To help me out on the uh, the back there. Oh, absolutely. Some other news that doesn't matter. So yeah, we t we kind of mentioned it already. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers got their first win of the season. Left tackle of the 49ers, Mr. Joe Staley, longtime vet of the team, claimed that getting the win against the Giants was as satisfying as winning the NFC Championship. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I read that. I didn't get it either. I don't know. I mean, they got some good weed out in San Francisco. Like, what you, the hell is he talking about? You're get, yeah. Um, <laughs> traded the next day, released. Uh, we don't need loser mentalities on the team. Yeah. Like, yeah, back in 2013, people forget. But Colin Kaepernick led them to the Super Bowl, and they almost won, if not for a blackout. A bit of right. they almost, funny business. They almost beat the Ravens. They were two feet away. He just needed to throw it to Crabtree with a chance to, to, to catch it. Crab anyway, they literally almost won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Kaepernick's now on GQ but not playing football. The Niners suck. Joe Staley celebrating a win over the Giants when they're 0-8. 
Thanks. Uh, thank you, Voice of God. As Weird Mike stretches on the medicine ball mid-show, which is uh, about as... At least close the blinds first, please. Yeah, uh, their neighbors are definitely going to complain about this. That's a lot of barrel. <laughs> uh, just a reminder, folks, just think like a sharp better going into these games, okay? We got Kansas City versus the Giants. I'm not touching it because I don't like betting on teams that have nothing to play for besides getting rid of their rapey coach, Mr. McAdoo. But the Kansas City versus the G-Men in New York before the season, before the season, uh, would have been a way different spread. Now it's 10.5 in New York, Okay, with no major injuries besides the New York receiving corpse, this is a spread that's classically too big. Beware, don't take Kansas City this week. Classic trap game, uh, just beware. I'm not touching it, but you shouldn't either. That's all for us this week, folks. We hope you guys had fun. Mike's all stretched out, so over his sleeves. Oh, baby. <laughs> stay calm, stay loose, keep betting, keep winning. Voice of God. Thanks for looking after everybody always and forgiving all of our sins. All right, hey, thanks for joining us. Look who's talking. Big week in the NFL. We'll see you next week. Follow our gold picks, their gifts in November. See ya.